0: back to Three and Out, a of West Texas football podcast. This is Gary Gray, David McReynolds, and sitting in for Dustin Pierce, we'd like to thank Luke McNeely. Luke calls the Midland League games with Dustin. Dustin, you know, I guess it's an excuse. Just had yeah, his first he's... baby, a little girl, Anderson <laughs> Joe, so congrats to the Pierce's. So, uh, He'll be back most likely next week. Um so we're going to start as we usually do. We're going to talk a little right. local football, high school related, then some college, remembering that we do have a college team in West Texas now, or in the Midland-Odessa in, area, the Midland-Odessa. I should say. And then we'll go to the Middle State Dwayne. might get mad at you for that. Yeah, them. and my, Texas Tech
1: might get mad at me too. <laughs> I don't count them West Texas. Talk the about Plains, them. Right? They're North yeah, Texas. Texas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's go to the Bulldogs. We're going to talk about Midland High. They lost to Permian in a game that we called uh, two weeks ago. 35 to 9, 7 to 3 at the half, 14 to 9 in the fourth quarter before Permian just knocks off 21 unanswered points. Yeah,
1: really a great defensive outing for Midland High. We we would that was yeah. unexpected. We didn't expect to see them put up such a strong showing cuz Permian had that strong ground game um, that they've been so effective with this year and we felt like Midland High Uh, Would struggle with that, but their defensive front four or whichever way they lined up, whether it was a three or four or five, those guys rose to the occasion. We had some of the interior linemen that were just made their home in the backfield of Permian those first two and a half quarters and made a football game of it early. We got all excited, but uh, endurance was probably just the thing. Permian just wears you
0: down over time. Yeah, they really do. You know, they were held to 75 yards of offense in the first half. Uh, Bulldogs had a chance, recovered those two mm-hmm. fumbles, but couldn't punch it in, which has sort of been, finishing has, has definitely been been a bit of a problem this year, but Midland High on the game, 67 yards on 23 carries rushing. So yeah. that's something they've got to develop. And, yeah. and talking to Coach, that's what, they worked on the passing game a lot this week, and he said it's really fortunate, Coach scavich did, that you've got Permian and Tascosa back-to-back, because they both yeah. run that. You know, a little bit of an option veer flex bone as Tascosa calls it. Yeah, so I think Midland High have a. Well, I know we'll talk about the coming week, but uh, that's their strength is the defense against the run. Right. Well, go ahead and let's talk about it. So we're going to go to Tascosa. It's going. We're going to call that game tomorrow on KCRS or today, depending on when you're listening. It's Friday, (laughs) the twenty seventh. KCRS. So. Uh, you can listen on the to listen on the app now though you have to go to the radio station's website. Right. scroll down. There's a place to click app, and you can put that in your favorites. So, uh, Apple's given private radio uh, some issues. So that's yeah. how you'll listen. But yeah, you know, we're gonna go up there tomorrow, and it's a, it's gonna be a huge game, like you said, David. Uh, defense is going to have to perform, but the offense is going to have to score. They are. The, what concerns me a little bit about you
1: talk about Coach Escavige and the passing game is that that game is going to be most likely in the 30s, temperature-wise, <laughs> yes. with wind. Right. So two things that work against you. Uh, only other thing that would make it worse would be moisture mm-hmm. if, if it was raining, but wind and cold fingers with footballs up in Amarillo don't go together very well.
0: Yeah, you're right. So
1: we'll see it's how that a, It's a whole out.
2: different level of cold there, too. I <laughs> oh. Mean, it is. It, it is unlike anything you've ever experienced. It, it is cold when So the wind weekend. chill factor, uh, that's what's going to be killer
1: up
0: there. Yeah, the yeah. opposite of a dry heat. <laughs> so a big game, though, for the Bulldogs. So to get in the playoffs and grab the fourth spot in district, they have to win two of the next three. Yeah. San Angelo next week is going to be, probably, I think, that's going to be not. tougher. Beating them than beating Tascosa. Tascosa held to their lowest offensive production uh, of the season last yeah. week against Permian. They only scored seven points.
2: So, here's the chance. Yeah, when when you look at the stats of Illinois, even against against Lee, they they did a really good job moving the ball down the field. So yeah. the offense shows that they can uh, move the ball, but it's just getting into the end zone. Is yeah. Whenever we whenever I got to watch a play against Lee, they, I mean the, statistically. Their, their stats were you know just as impressive as Lee's, but but no points on the board, unfortunately. So they're going to have to get into the end zone and get points on the board against Tascosa.
1: Yeah, that's been their deal this year. It's just not been able to finish drives. They've killed themselves with critical penalties at bad times and mm-hmm. turnovers um, uh, when they're in the red zone. Just They've just not been able to convert and make things happen.
0: So we'll hope that all changes. So yep. listen in. We start at 7 tomorrow or, or Friday. So Luke... You and David called the, uh, the Lee game last week. You guys are off this week. We so are. tell us a
2: little bit of – give us a recap. You know, Odessa High seems to be in a similar boat as Midland High. They, Especially against Lee this last Friday, they moved the ball really well. Statistically, I think they might even – I mean, they, they almost matched Lee um, as far as yards gained. But twice they got down in the red zone and Lee blocked a field goal. You know, So they wow. left – left the, you know, two drives yeah. in in at, in the red zone without getting any points on the board, and and, and yes, they were they were trying to kick field goals, but those, those six points they could, you know, that that completely changes the, the the play calling moving forward after after those two possessions. So, mm-hmm. uh, so so Odessa High's got a good football team. I mean, they've you look at their record and they start two and zero on the on the season, and and everyone thinks, wow, Danny Servance is turning this thing around, and then. And then now I think you know they've lost four in a row, wow. or, and and have not won a game in district yet. And um, and it's not because they're not they're not good. They're they're a good football team. Their kids are tough. They play hard. Um, they gave Midland Lee all that all that Lee wanted, mm. and and just could not close the game out. And they you know if you look back the week before, Odessa High's up on San Angelo Central at halftime. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and I'm I'm thinking okay some the, the app that I check scores on I'm thinking some kids messing with that's the exactly store. what the, we the, thought we're not even going to say this on the radio <laughs> and kind of found out they did they they played San Angelo Central really well San Angelo Central yep. just is obviously the more talented team and and ends up um, winning the game but but Odessa High is a good football team Lee um, is able to come away with the win and and, and really set themselves up for a pretty for sure spot to uh, to get into the playoffs and and I know that, that Midland Lee's watching the permian San angelo Central game um, but, but the highlights for lee is is Josh trailer came he, he had a resurgence against San angelo Central I think he had four carries and 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 had i mean didn't you, you, we didn't call his name out very often at all against san angelo Central but um, on Friday night David and i we saw you know how good he can be he had eleven carries hundred nine yards and um and he's just a great running back, so mm-hmm. mentally is lucky to have him, and and then Kobe standard as well is just a, a dangerous threat whenever he keeps the ball and runs, and and if you put too much pressure on him when he's trying to pass, he will just escape, and and then he's dangerous as well. I mean, he's got over seven hundred yards rushing at, at this point in the season. Dustin and I've kind of been watching, are they going to have three three rushers with a thousand yards at the end of the season? And it's it's a possibility. So so Josh Trailers over a thousand yards. Kobe um, standard a- after last week 786 and avery akbar the other running back 742 so that would that, be amazing
1: would it be something to say that, that has guys, to be a first
2: yeah i mean it, it, and even last year the, the the coaches coach hartman was talking about josh trailer's numbers last year as a sophomore how his numbers are similar to uh, to cedric benson's numbers as a sophomore and, uh, I mean, just the, the, the running game that, that Midland Lee has, it's is kind of a, a resurgence to what, what they used to be in their heyday. And, uh, and it's, it's exciting to watch because they, you know, they were a little slow against Odessa High getting the running game going. But once they did, um, you, you, you get the sense that they can pretty much move the ball at will and uh, it's it's fun to call for sure.
0: So with the win, Lee goes to three and one. As we said, they're off this week. Also last week, San Angelo Central forty nine. Friendship stays winless at the, with fourteen points there. And then Permian, as we talked about, beat Tascosa, Midland High's opponent tomorrow, forty nine to seven. So this week it's a battle of the unbeaten's as Permian travels to San Angelo. So big game. That's, that'll be huge. We'll we'll. I, I have no prediction. That thing could go either way. Uh, both with great quarterbacks, Steen against McIver down there. You've got the battle of the winless Wolfert Friendship at Odessa High, and then as we said, uh, we're going to be up in Amarillo, calling Midland High, Tescosa. So. Things We're, are going to start working yeah. their way out
2: yeah. this week, and we'll yeah. have a better idea next week for sure. This is a, this is a really big week to see what the you know who those final four teams are that uh-huh. get in. Um, I did I did read that that uh, Permian has struggled in the secondary a little bit this year, um, and, and 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 San Angelo Central will exploit that. That, because that is the, the Maverick-, Maverick McIver the probably wow. their secondary, Man. much like Millen Highs. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Lee as well. Lee, Lee's secondary struggled against Maverick McIver because he is he is. I mean, he's the premier quarterback in this district. He he throws. Do we know? Is he getting any uh, college looks? You know, not that I know of. I, I mean, he, he has junior, to be. He's a junior, though, right? He's a junior. Yeah, he's a junior, and he, he just absolutely has to be because he uh, man, he throws a great deep ball. He's athletic. He can run if they pressure him, and, and he, so he's fast. And, I mean, especially the fade to the to the corner of the end zone. Yeah. I mean, on the money. And maybe we just saw him on a great night against Lee, but. I mean, perfect ball after perfect ball after perfect ball.
0: His dad played at Texas,
2: so we'll see. And in the NFL. That's right. So so. we'll see. Okay,
0: locally, we always want to touch base with uh, our other three local Midland schools. Midland Christian, they uh, won against that Southwest Christian. I think that's out of Fort Worth. So they take a, uh, a lead in district taps division two district one, they are the the favorites in small division. They're number one ranked in the state. Uh, Peyton Powell, the normal quarterback, though he's injured. They don't know if he'll be back for the playoffs or not. So senior Coy Stewart steps in. Three hundred seventy seven yards of total offense for him. He rushed twenty four times for one hundred seventy three yards. Threw Goodness. for two o four. Goodness. So. This that's is a your backup kid. quarterback. That's right. <laughs> and his last quarterback experience was in eighth grade, with the exception of one drive last year. So wow. that's your backup. Unfortunately for the Mustangs, their leading running back Luke Shepard's most likely out for the season. Had a, just a terrible foot injury uh, in the third quarter, and he did not come back. He'd already rushed for 13, 13 times for ninety-five yards and two touchdowns. So. They're at without him for sure for the year. They're hoping to get Powell back for the playoffs, which they're obviously going to make. So we'll see what happens with Midland Christian. They have a non-district game. They're going to go play Wall, and Wall is no pushover. No, they're not. They're what? Are, what's their ranking? I think in their two class, right. two or three. Yeah, yeah,
2: they're they're. I mean,
1: that's kind of been Midland Christian's mo this year. Yeah, Go up with
0: Brock. Yep, uh, go play these. In a couple six uh, A schools. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, they've they been right. some tough teams. So they
0: continue to roll. So, uh, boy, with all the injuries, though, I might think about not putting a lot of emphasis on a win at wall and yeah. try to get everybody Go play Rankin. Well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. go, go play Rankin or somebody or start like that. Let's... all the JV.
1: Yeah. yeah. And really, everybody rest. You don't need the win. No. You don't have to have the win. It's Listen a non-conference conference. game. Yeah. And if you injure one of your not key a... players at this point in the
0: season, you're setting yourself up for a rough playoff that season, right, especially game. when the the stars are
2: sort of lining up for them. So yeah, well, it, I mean, it doesn't seem like really a a, a win win opportunity for either team because Wall, Wall Wall's going to be contending. Yeah, Wall. I'm, I'm sure they're you know they're they're, they're probably win their district. I'm assuming and well, a and loss they, they don't knocks want a, them down in the ranking. A loss knocks them down, and I know that's good experience for them to, to go and play a Midland Christian team that's good, but with the with a a Midland Christian team that's got some key injuries. Yeah, you know, kind of. Loses, they lose opportunity to experience what a you know a quarterback that runs as well as Powell. So we'll see what happens.
0: We'll update you on that next week. Trinity in district, they're zero and two. This week they are off again. So uh, they they only have.
2: Or well, I think games. they have
0: nine games mm-hmm. overall. But, yeah, you're right, three or four district games. So yeah. next week they uh they have another non-district and then they play Lubbock Christian in their final district game. So I don't know if that means they have a chance to make the playoffs or not with mm-hmm. that few teams. Greenwood uh, has to win this week. It sounds like they're in a battle for that fourth playoff spot as well. They're one and two in district. Their uh, losses have come to Fort actually they beat Fort Stockton. They lost to Seminole, lost to Monahan. So they play Pecos in what my Greenwood uh, residents and experts at the office tell me is a must win to try to get that, that last playoff spot. Their final two are against La Misa and then at Sweetwater. So we'll keep you updated there. They were off this past week as well. Now let's move to college. Remember... I have to remind myself, we have a local college team, University of Texas, of the Permian Basin, the Falcons, who won
1: again. Who did win, and that's that win gave them a, kind of a record season already in their second season. <laughs> that's the most wins they've ever had in a season. <laughs> With those two, hey, you got to look at all the victories you can at this point. Absolutely. I think one of the cool things about that win that uh, – the Falcons had in Oklahoma, in Miami, Oklahoma, of all places. I just don't make the name Miami or the name of a city and the state of
0: Oklahoma don't, just don't doesn't that seem to
1: No, but Miami, <laughs> Oklahoma, they went up there and played Quincy to a record crowd of 124 people. Well, not a record crowd. <laughs> <laughs> May have been. May have record low. <laughs> May
0: have been a record high. It yeah. could
1: have been 124 people for a college football game. Good. Red Robertson Stadium. That is
2: amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the cool thing about that is a former Midland High uh, standout, Brandon Infiesto, he rushed for 18 times for 175 yards and two touchdowns awesome. to kind of lead yes. premium. So it's good to see a good local kid uh, getting to make some presence and uh, some impact on a, at the next level. Um, I know that obviously that was, for four of the Falcons, That it was an easy game apparently. I mean, win 42-7 to against uh, a little Quincy.
0: Uh, hey, but a win is a win. But right a win now. is a win. And they play here in Midland. They, they do. They'll play Saturday. Midwestern State.
1: I believe they're from Wichita Falls. That's right. And uh, they'll play them in Midland. So it's the pink out game, I think, maybe it as is. well. So um, I've been seeing a lot of advertisement for that around town. So this is great. I think it's awesome and great strategy for them to bring the city of Midland and Midland fans into our regional university uh, to get some backing and yeah. some support from the Midland fans. So, Midland folks, go out this weekend and watch that game on Saturday. The weather should turn around and be a little warmer. It's going to be cool Friday, but I think it'll be a little bit better for watching a football game on Saturday. So, Grande and uh, Where are uh, UTPB Falcons.
2: Cool. Did, did you see the story of the 42-year-old that played Yeah. yeah for UTPB? They a, yeah. They have a 42-year-old playing for UTPB. And, and he got in his first game. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not even sure he played in high school, but, like, he wanted to play college football, made the team, and, uh, oh. and uh, yeah, got, got into the game first time. Did so. he get hurt immediately or pull a, a hammy or yeah, something?
1: Defensive or off, it's, he, he's he's a, a defensive end, I think. He's
2: a big guy. He looks like a biker.
1: Well wow. wow. He does. Tatted up, got a beard. That's great. Yeah. What's well, crazy right. he he's is he's old is. enough to be yeah. the dad of any of these guys playing. <laughs> I know him. Well, no. so, you may because he I, he, he's he looks a, familiar.
2: Summer Mummers. Ah. He does Summer Mummers. So How funny! So he's he's he a, a Renaissance a, man. Yeah, he plays right. a key role in Summer Mummers. <laughs> well, cool.
0: So thespian and more a reason, That's right. <laughs> even more reason to go see the Falcons at yeah. Grande Saturday night. All right, moving on. College Big Twelve has a actually a, a couple of big games this week. So you've got Two. ranked yep. teams. TCU number four traveling to number twenty-five Iowa State TCU on a roll I I, just, I think they're gonna wrong.
1: yeah I think they will too Iowa State just always makes me nervous weird things happen in Iowa and West Virginia
0: yeah those two How do places you, know, you watch games <laughs> <laughs> strange things happen in those cities in October and then Oklahoma State they're eleventh they travel to West Virginia they're twenty-second number twenty-two right there so yeah. Uh, Mason Rudolph, you know, who was my dumb Heisman pick at the first of the year, is not performing well at quarterback for the Cowboys. So. Yeah, he's down around number six in that Heisman. Yeah, this point and that's too, probably. Which is off the radar. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, at that point it is. Yeah. Battle of the Kansans. K State goes to Kansas. And then my horns go to Baylor. Baylor taking. Uh, uh, who did they play last week? It was uh, Good Grief. Um took him down to the wire 17 seconds left in the ball game yeah Baylor West Virginia uh, yeah West so Virginia they
2: gave West Virginia all that they 23 wanted 23 well. unanswered yeah went for two with 17 seconds left and didn't make it which is 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 why this West Virginia game is so interesting because West Virginia struggled against Baylor and but they're so good they have the potential to play Oklahoma State and play them really well but then then you struggle against Baylor and almost trip up and get a loss and give Baylor their you know a a win on the season and uh and so yeah it it seems like oklahoma state is is definitely the the front runner in in that game for sure yeah
0: baylor just scares me for some reason because they're they're coming around they're they're you're seeing a little improvement in them each week they are getting better every week we also always throw in the aggies for you uh aggie fans out there mississippi state comes to college station aggies yeah they're 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 two losses A bit helter-skelter, Kellen Mond, the quarterback's finally coming around, it looks like. Uh, But this is a big game for them to stay in any kind of contention in the the SEC. Unfortunately, you're in the West, and so contention is basically second place. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's crazy about this game is
1: for Mississippi State to be coming into Kyle Field, they're a favorite. I would
0: think the Kyle Field 12th man – you said a point and a They're half. They're a point and a half, so it's I, barely a favorite. I don't. Yeah. I don't get that at all. I don't I, that, either. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. So, you know, the Ags. It's going to be interesting, and we've talked about this. If Kevin someone runs the table, you're going to take a coach that was on the chopping block before the yeah. season, and after the debacle at UCLA, was even. I think they were starting to slice a little yeah. bit. Sharpening he, the knife. So <laughs> he has, yeah, he gets Auburn at, I think Auburn is at home, and then he has New Mexico, Ole Miss, and LSU. Yeah. LSU is improving, but if you beat, if you win this week and beat Auburn, you've got a chance to. To finish nine and two,
2: yeah, or it, ten and two, yeah, getting a great bowl, and uh, so then what are gonna, you, What yeah, are the haters going to? It's, it's going to be real hard to, to fire someone. You after. have to give him a raise. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, probably, that's been an interesting conversation to that, see kind of the, the you know the juxtaposition between. Yeah. let's get rid of him. And okay, wait, he's he's kind of turning it around. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see let's, what happens. Let's then, let a
0: football season happen before we make those yeah, decisions. Yeah, that's a good Calls. point. Yeah. yeah also, crazy. in uh, college, the, the big game obviously is Penn State. They're number two. They travel to the the uh, play Ohio State up there. So in the horseshoe. So that's a huge test for them. Yeah, for both teams. For, 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 teams. for both it's, teams. It's, yeah. it's, it's a yeah make or break. It is. So yeah. right there. So we'll we'll probably all be watching that one. All right. So let's move to our three and out segment, and uh, David, why don't you go first? All right. Each week, I really
1: kind of keep our eye on the Heisman watch to see what's going on. It's funny to watch this week. There's a separation beginning to happen. You know, we were seeing some first-place votes for Bryce Love and Baker Mayfield uh, each week, and this week, those are virtually gone. Bryce Love still has one first-place vote out of 12, with Saquon Barkley just continuing to uh, secure, it's really his to lose at this point. And I think this week, if if they stumble in Ohio State, it could cause him to have some issues, but he's got such a lead over the rest of the field. So Saquon Barkley, Bryce Love, and Baker Mayfield are the really the two top three, and Baker Mayfield has zero first-place votes now. Even after his performance this last week, he, he still... Yeah. He, Is just off the radar, almost. He's on the edge of the screen. So where is JT
0: Barrett on there? So JT Barrett is down around number eight. Okay. So what? Of course, I don't see him jumping Mayfield. I guess because he's got Mayfield has a thousand passing yards more. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, JT Barrett, if he goes in. And beats Penn State. Yeah, he may put himself in. He moves into the top
1: four, I would think. He may crack above the top five and start being on the radar screen a bit, but he'd have to have an amazing, outstanding season. Yeah, Yeah, the rest of the year. And Barkley would have to break a leg. I can't can't even say That's not even right to say. True. Mm If that happens, this week. No. Yeah, so he's
0: averaging a couple of hundred yards, all-purpose yards per game. Because as you said, his rushing yards is not, yardage is not that fantastic. That's right,
1: if you add his uh, rushing yards with his pass receiving yards, he's at 1,200 yards on the year. So that puts him
0: in the same category with the other running right. backs. And he leads the nation in all-purpose yards. So, yeah. All right, So, so we'll keep you posted on our thoughts on the Heisman race.
2: Uh, Luke, what do you have? Yeah, um, you know I'm a, I'm a Texas Tech fan, so uh, when I'm when I've been watching kind of the news this week, um, I couldn't help but my interest be piqued from uh, hearing that uh, that the ex Texas Tech coach Mike Leach um, yeah. decides to hire a private investigator in order to recuperate some of the some of the money that he think he's <laughs> he is owed um, back from when Texas Tech fired him in 2009 and. Um, so he, you know, he's almost like for a tech fan, he's almost like a, an old girlfriend that, that <laughs> won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> he just won't go away, and like because you know you, you look at I remember what he did at Tech, and I look at what he done. He's doing at Washington State, and I'm and there's just there's just heartache there, you know. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking, what, what let,
0: let it go, Mike. Let it go. Okay, so one thing though, he's ticked because they fired him December thirty first, the day before his big bonus yes. would have yeah. kicked in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, I get, that's yeah. but is this not like blackmail or extortion? I'm going to see what I can dig up on the leadership at Tech. Oh. So if you're a, if you're a regent, yeah, member of the board of regents, are you not going, yeah. I, I wasn't even here then. What, what, oh gosh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and what I read is, is really, this is just a move to put pressure on Tech to, to pay him this money and and then be done with
0: Because him. he can't sue them because there's a, some law in the state of Texas where you can't. Right. So, so okay, you went to Tech. Mm-hmm. So what, I, I, I was fan. asking a, I, I was, okay, I was asking a guy in my office today and said, I, I don't, are you a Leach-liker, lover,
2: You know, fan? I, yeah, I, I'm a Leech fan. So
0: I, am. I started doing a little research because I asked this guy, I said, what What endures endears the Tech fanship to Mike Leach? Okay, he won, he went to a bowl game eight of nine years, mm-hmm. but two of those were the Cotton Bowl. He also went to the Gallery Furniture Bowl and the Tangerine Bowl. He never went to a major bowl.
2: Yeah, He won
0: double digits once. Uh, he was ten and 11-2 and two with a right. bowl game. That was the yeah. Crabtree year. For sure. Um, and he's the winningest coach in history, I get. He finished in the top 25, it looks like, five times in nine years. Yeah. I mean okay, that's it's moderately more, successful. It's, yeah. more, it's more his personality. Because he's now. a pirate? Because
1: no. he kinda puts the middle finger to the system. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well like, and that's what this yeah. guy was sort of kindly telling me too, is just it's more of a personality thing than a he he's up there, he's seven and one at Washington Texas State, State yeah. and he's got a top ranked team now.
2: Yeah. So I would think I'd be ticked off you at know, him. I I think well yeah I mean I, I, you, I think it's, for me is I see what he's done in Washington state, and I'm like, well, what could have been you know Because yes. Texas, Tech's has been like this this mecca of mediocrity for so long in football that that even in the, those years, even though they were they were above average but still close to average, but there's still there's a, a little bit of hope and I mean one time they you know they got up there and ranked in you know top five or something like that and then they then they lose it and yeah, so I think it was just the hope for me, the hope of what could have been. Um, if, had he been allowed you know, to stay? Yeah, had he been allowed to had stay? Had he not locked that kid in the dark closet? <laughs> well, and, 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 and allegedly. Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs>
1: but you know, that's the kind of thing that it's his personality. He goes against the grain. He
0: saw that in a pirate movie. Yeah, <laughs> he, he locked a blank, matey,
1: <laughs> down in the hold in the
0: bottom of the ship. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Hook did it. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it, interesting. I've always not to tick off any of my tech friends, but. <laughs> hey, I've always said this. that's the what best. never stopped you. Yeah, that's true. It's the <laughs> best true. job in college football, I think, because you can make three million a year or so. You can, if you win eight or nine games, that's a success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you take us to the bowl game every year, a bowl game, that's a success, and you need to knock off Texas, oh, t- excuse me, Texas or Oklahoma, one of them every other year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're hired. Uh-huh. Without the expectation that you're going to win a national championship, yeah, right. it's it's the lowest pressured p- position in the Big Twelve, I yeah. think, because it's just a different level. I'm not, I don't mean that insulting, but it's just a different expectancy up there, right? But, but everybody and, expects you're going to have a crappy defense. So let's yeah. win a few games and go to a bowl game. Yeah. Score a lot of points, make the games fun to watch and exciting and entertaining. Yeah. Correct.
2: And let's upset somebody so that the student section can unload into the, onto the field and, and, yeah. and, tear and the, the field. Yeah, tear the goalposts down. So. But but you say that, and I think Cliff Kingsbury, he's he's on the hot seat. I
0: agree,
1: totally. So yeah. he, It's time to deliver. He's going to be... Yeah, I think he's... Good looks can only go
0: so far. That's right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just play off... College football playoff for uh, the Big Division come out Tuesday for the first time. So I'm just throwing this out. Here's my thoughts: in the winner of the SEC championship game, absolutely, yeah. it's going to be Bama or Georgia. Mm-hmm. In winner of the Big Ten, most likely. So you're going to probably have Wisconsin. They're going to come in undefeated. If I would think, and then you've got Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State coming from the other side. Yeah. So I think the winner of that. So there's two of the four. So then. Notre Dame. If they win out, their only loss is to Georgia. However, they still have to play number fourteen, North Carolina State, number eight, Miami, number twenty, Stanford, and then Navy. Navy's leaving the West Coast out. Yeah. Well, okay. Then what about the TCU OU winner? If TCU runs the table, they're ranked number four now. Yeah. Yeah. I would think you have to put them in. This feels like a few years ago, doesn't it? Oklahoma. (laughs) A one blemish loss to Iowa State. You beat Ohio State. That if you beat number four TCU, that's they're yeah. a strong contender. If, if yeah. they beat TCU, loser of the SEC championship game. If you're a one loss Georgia, yeah. Georgia, your only loss is to Alabama or think, vice versa. I think the margin of victory there is cr- is critical. In
1: that's that a decision. good point. If, yeah, if it's a blowout, no chance. If it's a nail biter, if you take Alabama to the end, somebody's gonna. That's great TV for a rematch.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: You also have the possibility of the winner of the ACC title game. You could have an unbeaten Miami versus a one-loss Clemson. He's not mm-hmm.
1: mentioned Washington at all. Yeah. And then the pac 12 winner. They don't have
0: any undefeated. They're not it's not going to happen. So So Washington's
1: yeah. been beat. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep.
0: They have yeah. one loss. So That's uh, right. They lost to Arizona State. Arizona State. State. The State. They were shut out for 55 minutes of that yeah. ball game. So Bottom line, winner of the SEC, winner of the Big Ten. And then Notre Dame, possibly the winner of the Big 12, the loser of the SEC, or the winner of the ACC title game. Yeah. So the interesting thing in the Big 12 now, though, is TCU could run the table yeah. and then beat OU in the regular <laughs> season, lose to OU in the in the Big 12 championship game, yeah. Yeah. or vice versa. So I'm not sure other than for money what that, that game's not worth that much. Although yeah. the... The powers that be said you need a championship game. So, yeah. mm-hmm. anyway, that's what we have this week, folks. So, join David and I tomorrow. We're going to go to Amarillo. We'll uh, call that Midland High Tascosca game. We'll figure out how to say about that. Hopefully, we'll practice. So, uh, we'll be up there. That starts at 7 KCRS. Want to give a big thanks again to Luke McNeely for filling in for Dustin. Congrats again to Dustin and family with the birth of a new little girl. Uh, For David McReynolds, I'm Gary Gray. That's Three and Out. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.